He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Berquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist, and host of This Is My Show, which starts now. If it is a referendum on the president, they will lose, and they know that. They also know that crime is a huge vulnerability for Democrats. I would say one of the biggest vulnerabilities. Well, that's not good. Hope you had a great weekend, folks. I'm Drew Berkowitz. This is my show. That was Jen Psaki, former White House press secretary, saying that basically if the Dems run on Biden's performance, it won't go so well. They will lose. She didn't ever say that from the podium. I wonder why. Well, she had to circle back. She had to circle. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. She never said anything on the podium. It was all <laughs> circling back. I'll circle back. Oh, my god! I'm telling you, I think it would be the best name for her show, Cir- Circling Back with Jen Psaki. Yeah. <laughs> that would be great. I'm going to answer all the questions. It's got to have the, the, that or full circle with Jen. So, it's something <laughs> circle has definitely got to yeah. be in there. It's, it's a circle. Um, <laughs> thank God Rob Schneider's on our team. Um, all right. So we'll be over on locals today, guys. Make sure you get on over there. DrewBerkwist.locals.com. That's where booze and banter will take place. We got some fun stuff we're going to talk through today. Some stuff that, of course, will be morbidly depressing, frustrating as hell. That's just kind of how the news stories go these days. But we'll be over there on, on DrewBerkwist.locals.com. It's really easy to get yourself an account. So please go check it out. Get yourself one. Um, <clears throat> I'm trying to think. There was one other story we're going to go. Anyway, there, there's several stories that we're going to cover there today. So get on over there. It's a fun community. We're looking forward to spending extra time with you after this first hour here on the show. For now, let's get to question of the day, which is this. And Jen Psaki's name is coming right back up already. Already back into the show because she's part of the question. And don't give me some BS cop-out answer here. I want an answer, and I want to know why. The question is this. You have to spend three uninterrupted hours with one of the following. Who do you choose? Jen Psaki or Rachel Maddow? Tough, tough question. Start sending your responses in real quick before we get to today's sponsor. As you guys are well aware, there's a a hurricane, Hurricane Ian. Just look, I just... It's, an, it's just not my favorite name. Uh, if your name's Ian out there in the audience, I'm sure you're an amazing person. Um, I, liked, I liked it a few years ago when it was Umberto because we use that name all the time. It's that amazing. was fantastic. <laughs> right? That would be a great one. Like, what, what destroyed your house, Umberto? Um, but Ian? No. Anyways, Gulf Coast out there, be smart. We'll talk about this again later. Be smart. Don't, don't be a hero. Take care of yourself, your property, your, your loved ones. Um, there's some chance to bring it all up because there's a chance of some outages here, even on the, the eastern coast of Florida, even though it's going to hit on the Gulf. Um, these these storms and their bands are, are significant. So, um, yeah, I was watching the track of it today, and it looks like it could just cross the state and head right over to you. So, I mean, yeah, it's... so there, there are chances there could be an episode or two missed. I'm hoping not. We're going to do everything and and uh, everything that we can in our power to avoid you, that. You should do it out, outside on your boat in the middle of the yes. storm. <laughs> <laughs> and then Biden said, <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Uh, yes, we should do that. And, and we shouldn't all at the same time. Uh, but today, today's episode, guys, is brought to you by Gold Co. With Biden in the White House. We're going to talk about Biden here in a second. You need to act fast. His plans are directly aimed 
at your retirement investments. If you don't want to see your retirement in, uh, income potentially take a double-digit tax hit, you've got to move your money. You've got to do it now. He's already made made you know his promises come true on a lot of these things. Some of the stuff he said he would never do, he's doing anyways, which we all knew he would. So make sure that you are protecting your investments. This should be a huge priority for you right now, but potentially not for much longer. There's a unique IRS loophole that lets you move your IRA, 401k, pension, your TSP, savings account, any or, any or all of those things into certain tax-advantaged investments that could protect you from Joe Biden and the radical left. You can move your money 100% tax and penalty-free for now. All the details are laid out in this free guide that my friends over at GoldCo are offering to protect your wealth and retirement savings. All you have to do is go to DrewLovesGold.com. It's that easy. DrewLovesGold.com. My friends at GoldCo will rush a copy to you free of charge. They, they can have a phone call with you. You can call them. You won't pay a dime to figure out how quick and easy it would be to protect yourself from Joe Biden. So don't wait. Go to DrewLovesGold.com. Get your free IRS loophole guide today. You also could potentially get up to $10,000 or more in free silver if you open a qualifying account. Okay, let's see. Let's see what people are saying here with this difficult question. If you're coming in late, the question is you have to spend, I should say it's a scenario slash question. You have to spend one hour uninterrupted with one of the following, Jen Psaki or Rachel Maddow. Who, I thought it was three. Three hours, sorry. You're yeah, right. Three, three hours uninterrupted. With one of the people, correct? Yeah. Okay. Mini Trout says Saki. Surely. Sorry, Drew, I won't entertain either of these twits. Okay. Fair. I, I knew we'd get some of those. Difficult to choose, but I picked Jen, says Patricia. Saki, Saki, Jen. Uh, lots of Jen so far, at least over on Facebook and YouTube. Jen says Deb. Mudcat says says Jen. Who else? Deb. Okay, this other Debbie says Rachel. I'd not be able to stop laughing at her his ignorant arrogance. That's a good point. Ginger says Saki because she's a fellow Ginger. That's predictable. Um. All right. So I you know very very strongly Saki. I don't know if I've seen yeah, I mean more than one. Matt out yet yeah for me it's Saki because when I look at Matt out like there's not this this doesn't happen with any person especially a woman but like when I look at Matt out's face I want to punch her in the face and I would never do that because I would never hit a woman but that's just like the that's the feeling three hours of three hours of holding that back like oh my gosh I couldn't I couldn't do (laughs) I it would be awful at least with Jen I could at least you know just okay you're here you're in the room I acknowledge you well, Jen, look, Jen is a communist, and there is some smugness and arrogance to her. But she also plays the game. I'm trying to think of the best. She plays the game in a way where at least there's times where she has a little cutesy smile. And I'm not saying she's a tra- but like there's times where it's just like, okay, I can see how some people are faked out by you. They shouldn't be. But Rachel Maddow just straight up an arrogant, you know what? Like she, like there's no, there's no other way to put it. She's just intolerable. So I, I've got to go Jen too. 
Yeah, and, and it's hard too because when you look at Maddow and like you, I, I had like even like look at pictures of her on Google, you know, and she's always we, we don't know, encourage I feel you like doing if, that, by the way. But yeah, but I'm, but you know, it's just like I, I had to look up the two to make sure I could, you know, who am I talking about, and then it, what's the feeling that I get I, if she, you know, if she was always like, hey, ha, ha, you know, like you know, doing jokes and stuff, maybe it'll be a little more entertaining. But that's not how she is, you know. She's not, <laughs> you know, um, it's just I, you know, I can't, I just can't. He can't. Disco can't. He can't. And Joe can't stay in the White House getting into some news here because it was another weekend and another vacation for Joe. Here's Joe leaving yet again from the White House. So 242 days of vacation for Joe. The number is staying pretty steady. I mean, he's he's clearly comfortable in this spot at at 40% because 40% of his presidency he has he has been away from DC, away from the White House and on vacation. The other 60% he's been actively trying with his his masters and cohorts to destroy America. So th- thank God he's only been around 60% of the time. And again, I'm not saying he because he's running things but they use him, right? They use him as a front to, to run things, to get out there. He's got to sign stuff. He's got to get out and give speeches, make decrees. Imagine the damage he would do if he actually was in the office that he's supposed to be in 70, 80% of the time, which is still a low figure for what a president should be. But, I mean, 40% of the time, he's gone. So I say, hey, look, look, bro, we make fun of you for it, but at the same time, the more that you want to be away from D.C., away from the White House, take it. Go. Go. Waste American taxpayer I, dollars because you already are anyways. Can we just watch this clip again? Because I'm trying to figure out where the the noise is coming from because those props on that Marine One, right? That's Marine One. Yeah. Um, they're not spinning. That's that, that's. Is there like a water? Is there like a water park nearby? Like what? I I can't quite figure out. I think that's just the sound noise. But you'll have sometimes. You'll have sometimes even when the rotors aren't going. You know, the, the actual maybe the generator in the yeah, maybe like the generator like getting things warmed up or something or yeah uh, no like you'll have components yeah. still running. Um, but I yeah. think that's a con- that, okay. that could be a combination of things there, but. Well, I don't think it's a camera noise. The the cameras they're using now, you know, don't have film that spins. So, you know, it's <laughs> cameras are pretty quiet. Well, no, I wasn't saying so. can't like I'm saying wind coming across the camera. I'm not saying someone's there oh. like a <laughs> Someone oh, get still. this canister inside and tra- tra- Um but no, I mean, so he's gone. 40% of the time, while inflation is skyrocketing, as we all know, stock market hemorrhaging, interest rates keep rising, gas prices rising, grocery prices rising. By the way, grocery shelves, if you have, if you live in Florida and you haven't gone to the grocery store yet, you need to because people panic panic shop and panic buy during storms, um, even even with these awful prices. So, so make sure you've done that. Uh, I happen to be out this morning, and it's crazy out there. And I'm on the East Coast. So, but all these things are, are awful. You've got pedophilia being normalized in this country. Half of the country are being vilified. Of course, you and, and everyone in this audience, for the most part, included. Uh, 
being vilified as Nazis, being told we're extremists, all of these awful things. We're on the verge of nuclear war with Russia because of the corruption that's, that's gone on in Ukraine, our corrupt politicians and their involvement there, and the corrupt sitcom star turned politician who's calling for America to drop nukes on Russia and overthrow Putin. Sorry, Z. Not happening. Well, it shouldn't happen, I should say. But he's managed to create, and again, I say he, I mean the radical left who are using him as a figurehead, to create all of these problems while only being in D.C. for close to half of the time. Just over half the time. He's 60% of the time he's been there. Laziness is definitely a theme with these communist politicians. We saw it with de Blasio. We saw it with Clinton. We saw it with Obama. Their sense of entitlement that these awful individuals come with, their arrogance, it gives them the ability to do whatever they want, whenever they want, rules be damned, other people's feelings, concerns, realities be damned. All because they, I mean... At the end of the day, they fancy themselves as the smartest people on the planet. They're so far above everyone else, all the rest of us pawns and peasants. And it doesn't matter where they are, what room they're in, what situation or setting they're in. That's just, that's just how they feel. Period. <clears throat> BM, Drew says, or BM says, Drew, all the cases of water bottles are gone down here in Central Florida. And have you noticed gas prices went up about 20 cents overnight? Going to talk about gas prices here in a second. Uh, but no, that's the case. I mean, I mean, water, water bottles and, and some of those basic necessities, they just fly off the shelves anytime. It's not even just hurricanes now. I mean, think about that. Think about what we saw with the pandemic and panic buying, which then causes all of these supply issues, right? Backups, delays, yada, yada, yada. When we've already got a supply chain crisis, by the way. It's, it's crazy, so definitely figure out a way to, to get some stuff. Uh, if you can't, Costco, I know in Jacksonville had some today, but they said it was their last truck and it was, it was empty. So um, the floor was not empty, but the, the, the truck had been emptied out. So I'm sure that there's some places that still have it. And, and again, be smart and take care of yourself um, in Florida as well as along the Gulf Coast, the, the, the southeast over there. So, But Biden wasn't done. Let's, we'll, we'll talk more about that in a little bit. Biden wasn't done because at a White House ceremony – Sir Elton John was awarded the National Humanities Medal. Here's, here's how you probably saw this because it was the weekend, right? Some of this stuff is a recap from the weekend. But here's how Joe Biden thanked Elton John. Take a look. And by the way, it's all his fault that we're spending $6 billion in taxpayer money this month to help aid HIV AIDS. <laughs> all right, so... Could have worded it better. I mean, could have worded it a little bit better, right? Because basically, Joe just said that Elton John, iconic pop star Elton John, is responsible for AIDS. Got it. All right, that's what we're going with. And we look, I, I get it. I, we can all kind of say we know what he was going for. But it just fell flat in a epic way. Like, that did not go well. I mean, did you see Elton John's face? Uh, what? Yeah, like, wait, what, what's my fault? <laughs> I mean, if you're going to say something like that, you've got to be an active comedian, deliver it right, and still hope that it just goes well. 
if you're an 80-year-old dementia-riddled man, you can't pull off stuff like that. You just can't do it. So don't try. Don't blame the AIDS, the AIDS situation across the planet on a singer. And I, to be clear, I love Elton John. But the older he gets, the more he looks kind of like a WNBA coach. Like, it, 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 it's not a good look for him. And, and, you, and you never want to be associated with the WNBA. I'm just saying. But he was nervously laughing as Joe says that, then thinking, I'm the reason, I'm the reason, me, Sir Elton John, I've been knighted that America is spending over a billion dollars on AIDS research. The way that Joe said it, it made it sound like Elton was like some kind of AIDS dispenser. Need AIDS? Drop by Sir Elton John's Aid Cafe for a HIV macchiato or an AZT latte. Joe's like your elderly family member who used to be the life of the party but just isn't anymore and still thinks that they've got that comedic timing down, but just don't. They just don't. It's awful. He's like that All aging right. pitcher All with right, no Uncle curveball. Joe. All right, someone needs to cut off Uncle Joe. He cut him so off. He's had a little too much. Um, he's going around. Cindy, can you, can you manage him th- yeah. for the rest of the night? Thank you. <laughs> and yet no one does. I mean, they just let this guy off the leash all the time. It's remarkable. All the time. And, and, and as we joke about this, and, and, and Joe Biden's joke falls completely flat, just so we're abundantly clear, Elton John is not responsible for, for the spread of AIDS around the world. I don't know if the White House has walked that back yet, but he's not. He's not. He's a pop pop culture icon, tremendous showman. And whether you agree with him politically or, or his or agree with his lifestyle, that's a whole separate thing. The dude was is is a, is a musical master, uh, and not again not responsible for. I'm worldwide. still standing. <laughs> he's got some great tunes. I've never seen him live. Actually, I'd kind of like to. If I'm being honest, you know, I would. I think it was like, uh, gosh, six, seven years ago. He was in Orlando, and I, yeah, you know what? It was when when I when I was living in Jacksonville, and uh, mother-in-law and sister-in-law got to go, and we were like, you know, <laughs> Lee and I were like, dang it, it would have been so good to live there to go, but it was we we didn't we just didn't know about it, and then it was like we get pictures like, hey, we're seeing it. I'm like, oh, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> This would have been a fun one to go to. Would have been a fun one. Just to knock, just to knock it off the list, you know. He's and he, like you said, he's a great entertainer, great music. I mean, the you classics, know. classic songs, amazing songs. Um, so you remember when Trump was in office? We, everyone, I'll give everyone a second to be like, oh, I wish we, we wish that was the case now, and we all do. But you remember when he was in office, and would exaggerate, you know, th- just the way everyone communicates however they communicate and trump will say things to exaggerate to make his point and it's clear when he does it that he's exaggerating but when he would do that the media of course because they hate him and are vile people would fact check him like that's not true like well what i was saying was you know like when i joke about how maxine waters has been in office since the first civil war i know that she wasn't actually like but but the leftist fact checkers will be like, that's not true. She was born. Like, I, I know. I know. So they would do that to him. But here's the double standard once again, because, of course, we're not seeing that now. Listen to this clip and what Joe says about the price of gas. And in 41 states, plus the District of Columbia, the average gasoline price 
is less than $2.99. So you could say, well, he didn't mention some of the other ones, so that, that average gets thrown off this, that, and the other. But here's the deal. And as, as you guys are talking about, gas prices rising again in a lot of locations, 20 cents, 50 cents, whatever the case might be. But on that statement right there that Joe just said, Joe is lying. There are no states where gas is under $3 a gallon. Whenever he's on camera, whenever Joe's on camera, he lies and it seems kind of like a hostage video. This is another example. Like he's reading... He's reading from cue cards. Yes. On the other side. <laughs> I am being well cared for and fed. Do not worry about me. <laughs> uh, See, for me, it's I've I've been trying to figure out why the last few times he's been, he's only ever had a handheld, and I think it's the mics are too far away from him on the podium, and they keep getting feedback because he can't talk loud enough. So of course they bring it here, and then it sounds normal. But I was halfway expecting him to whisper in that one, like gas is low. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. that way. Uh, I don't I don't know. It's not good. It's just it's just never good. And of course the media knows he's lying, but they don't challenge him. And and what's troubling is we know that and we're kind of like, no, someone challenge him on that. Where's where's Peter Ducey when you need him? But the problem is is no one else sees him challenged, so then they're like, Well, that's great. Gas is down, even though they'll go minutes later and pump at the at the at the station not pay attention to the fact that it's actually gone up and that he was lying and they'll still leave there and go get wine or lattes or or you know a cup of tea with their friends and be like i can't believe prices are going down that's great they're under three dollars no they're not not in one state all right, everyone smash that like button, whichever platform you're on. We're so grateful that you are here with us today, whether it's Rumble, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, CloudHub, you name it, BitChute, Telegram. Hit that positive button. Share with your friends and your community there. Continue to engage. Make sure you are subscribed. All of that stuff, it all goes a long way in pushing back against our big tech tyrants. And then, guys, it's getting to be cooler season. It's getting to be coming out of summer where we've all sweat in our sheets. We probably didn't sweat in our sheets. Maybe it did. I don't know. I don't want to hear about it. Uh, but make sure you get on over to MyPillow.com, who is always, and I mean always, adding new and amazing products. There's always amazing deals. And because you're a listener of this show, you can get up to 66% off. All you got to do is use promo code DREW. You can get some awesome slippers. We all have them in our house for up for fall and for winter. As, as temperatures start to cool, you've got sheets, mattresses, mattress toppers, pillows, blankets, towels. Their towels are awesome, by the way. All their stuff's awesome. Get on over to MyPillow.com. Use promo code DREW to save up to 66%. All right, then also don't forget about your Locals account, guys. Get one. We'll be there this afternoon, and we'll be right back here in a few seconds. Be sure to sign up at Locals for both free and exclusive content from Drew Berquist. Head over to drewberquist.locals.com and join the community today. All right, so... We keep talking about this. I don't like talking about this, to be honest, for a multitude of reasons. But we keep talking about the Federal Bureau of Investigation under their current leadership. And, and really leadership since the Obama administration. And how out of control they are. And how they're, in many ways, seeming like they are weaponized, in fact, against half of the country. Whether it's 
school board meetings, where there's the domestic extreme, uh, domestic extremist and domestic terror unit that they created, all of that stuff. But he, let's just talk about and forget. You know, there's the Trump stuff. There's so many things we could go on and on and on. January sixth, Michigan, the Whitmer case, the state capitol incident, all of that stuff. Here are some highlights, though, of the fine cases that the Bureau, under this radical leadership, has been working on. And in particular, over the last several days, there have been some new ones that popped up because they conducted an early morning raid at the home of a pro-life activist. And the gentleman's name was Mark, I think it's Hoke, Hook. I'm going I'm to call him Hoke. But I don't know if I'm saying that right, and I apologize. But Mark Hoke, the founder and president of the Kingsmen, is a group that helps men overcome pornography addictions was arrested at his rural Pennsylvania home on Friday for allegedly violating the Freedom of Access to Clinic Entrances, or FACE Act, during his regular sidewalk counseling outside of an abortion clinic last year in 2021. Speaking with LifeSite News, hoax wife Ryan Marie said that around 25 to 30 fully armed FBI agents stormed their property early Friday morning, aiming their rifles as the children screamed in horror, this warrant stems from an altercation Hoke had with a pro-abortion demonstration uh, and demonstrators specifically outside of an abortion clinic. According to reports, an unhinged pro-abortion activist got into the face of Hoke's son outside an abortion clinic. When Hoke came to his son's aid and pushed the pro-abortion dude to the ground, he was then arrested, went to court, was found not guilty. It was great. Screw with someone's children, you're going to get what's coming to you. But that wasn't good enough, right? So he's cleared locally over this incident where someone challenges, gets in the face of his child, he defends said child, is, is brought to court and cleared of charges. But it's not good enough for the DOJ and for the radical left. So they decided to go after him federally. Again, already found not guilty for shoving a blue-haired commie who was trying to pick a fight with his son. So the FBI showed up, and Hoax, very cleverly, by the way, Hoax's wife asked to see the warrant. The FBI said, we're taking him regardless of the warrant to which she replied uh you can't burst into someone's house and take them away that's called kidnapping gentlemen they then produced the warrant and took mark hook away and the fact that they <clears throat> the fact that they <clears throat> said that is a key point that needs to be taken out of this the fact that they said, an agent said to his wife, we're taking him regardless of the warrant, should scare everyone. That should scare leftists. Again, no one should want people that are acting and feeling like they are above the law. Because eventually it comes to get you. We've said this forever since Trump was in office and, and the left got all big and big tech got all big about creating lists and putting people on lists. Let's make a database of people who support this or support that or voted for this guy or that guy guys that's all well and good in your mind until things come full circle and you get put on that list and you will you will get put on that list they will come for you you will get canceled too and these weaponized agencies whether it's local state or federal if you let them grow out of control, eventually you'll be staring down the barrel of their gun, meeting one of their agents at the door as well. It's just, that's how it works. I get the, the instant gratification of being like, you know what? 
anything to get that guy, that person, that gal, whoever, because they think differently than I do. Sure, if you're a douchebag, that feels good for a second. But again, you can't, you can't play that game. And they do, and they don't care, and they're not going to listen to me anyways. But you can't play that game because it always comes around. But they're not smart enough to figure that out. Let's move on to another, uh, another FBI case here. Because, as we know, by the way, we talked about how the media didn't cover the Kyler Ellingson case in North Dakota. Conservative teen run down, murdered by a political activist on the left. FBI sent nobody there to figure that out, to investigate that murder. No big deal. Dude's out on bond. They sent, of course, someone to investigate. Five agents, in fact. The garage pull rope that Bubba Wallace complained about. He's been around garages and NASCAR garages his whole career. It's triggered by a rope that's in all the garages, but whatever. But on top of all of that, and on top of all the stuff we always talk about, they're apparently now kind of robbing banks too. And this is an article from the LA Times, keep in mind. Article from the LA Times, who is not, I repeat, not N-O-T, a conservative news outlet. They're the same people who called Larry Elder the black face of white supremacy. They're not on our team. But they ran this story. So here's part of it. I'm going to read it to you. Despite not backing up their suspicions with any facts, the FBI agents applied for a search warrant to determine the validity of their suspicions. However, recently unsealed court documents show that the federal law enforcement agents misled the judge who ultimately approved the search warrant. So despite not backing up their suspicions with any facts, problem, and then they lied to the judge. Another big problem. In the search warrant affidavit, the assistant attorney, U.S. attorney Andrew Brown, wrote, quote, the warrants authorized the seizure of nests of the boxes themselves, not their contents. United States Magistrate Judge Steve Kim approved the search warrant, but explicitly limited the scope of the search. Still, the FBI seized, after lying about the search warrant, the FBI seized the contents of the safety deposit boxes, which totaled $86 million in cash, rare coins, gold, silver, and a plethora, love that word, of luxury jewelry items. The owners of the safety deposit box have filed a class action lawsuit against the FBI to get their property back, as they should. But this is the second time here, just recently, that we've heard the FBI lie to a judge for a warrant. Which should spark the question, how often is this happening across the country? How common is this agents lying to judges to just get the result that they want? Did Kevin Kleinsmith falsified an email to use it as evidence to get a FISA warrant? By the way, nothing happened to Kevin. Because that's how this world works right now. He's still a lawyer. Still a lawyer. Everything's good after being caught lying to a judge. So we're living in very frightening times when due process has been purged from our judicial system. Which begs the question, do we even really have much of a judicial system left at this point. We're getting very, very close to federal law enforcement being judge, jury, and executioner. And again, that should not just scare people on the, on the right. It should scare the living shit out of you, if I'm being honest. But it should scare people on the left too. You do not, this unbridled, unchecked power should scare everyone. And we're seeing more and more and more of it. It's just... Ugh, 
My God. Not Would good. you say I have a plethora, a plethora? of luxury jewelry items? <laughs> it's a sweater! <laughs> Everyone who's here for the Did first time is like, what the hell is going on? It's three amigos, folks. Google it. Plethora. They were three, <laughs> um, three prophets during the 80s mm. who evangelized um, in, in... So, so like the wind. <laughs> <laughs> Are you the singing bush? <laughs> and then Disco just, he just went off. Uh, he's, he's the mail plane? He's got the balls? <laughs> <laughs> we're we're going to have to just have a day where we do it. We'll just do that at Booze and Banter someday. Just watch. <laughs> I mean, we watched a clip of Les Grossman the other day. Um, we did. Just because why not? I, was, actually, it's not because why not. It's because Tom, Tom just took us down a dark path. And it was a good it was a good break. It was a long break yeah. um, from, like you said, from the dark path. But it was it was needed. It was fun. It was good. I mean, everyone loves uh, Matthew McConaughey, Tom Cruise. I mean, come on. Yeah, no, it was good. So. Not good, though. See how I pivoted there? See what I did? Ooh. Is Rungus, the world's largest fresh produce market in the world, being on fire in Paris? I'll repeat it. So. The largest, and I'm not, I'm not joking because this is funny. I'm not laughing because it's funny. It's not. But the largest wholesale produce market in the world caught on fire over the weekend, looked a little something like this, just billowing out. I think we've got some different angles we'll get to. But, like, have you noticed that fires at food processing facilities have been going up in flames? While world leaders and members of the World Economic Forum, looking at you, Klaus Schwab, are warning about global food shortages. They're literally out there telling us what is going to happen. And, and then, you know, we've talked about it on the show a lot, and people are like, oh, I can't wait to hear what you're going to say about this, this, all this nonsense and conspiracy. It's not conspiracy. I hate conspiracies. The World Economic, this is part of their plan. They are telling us what's going to happen. And how they're trying to rejigger things, realign how the world works, what it looks like, where people get their food from, where they, all of that stuff. And I, again, I know it sounds crazy, because it, it, it does. It sounds absolutely crazy. But they are literally telling us what their plan is. You listen to Klaus Schwab, you listen to everything they say when they have their gatherings. It's terrifying. They're not saying it behind closed doors and someone's like, I heard that they said this. And then you can't tell if it's the right, you know, if the source is lying or if it's, they're just like, I'm here on camera. Just like I'm here on camera. They are like, yes, we're going to change all of this. We're going to put everyone in this class, take away this. And, and, and then you bring it up and people are like, no, that's ridiculous. And then you bring it up, and as people are saying here, it gets banned on Facebook. It gets banned on YouTube for even suggesting that you repeat what they said. But how many, I mean, we've literally had almost hundreds now of food processing plants that have gone down all over the world in the past year, year plus. And this one, the biggest produce, a lot of them have been meat processing plants, which we know lives in the World Economic Forum to only want meat for themselves and, and the peasants shall not eat it. But it's happening everywhere, and this was absolutely catastrophic. That is a huge, huge, the biggest produce market in the world 
that a lot of people lean on. A lot of people. And you can say that all of these fires and planes crashing, I mean, literally in the case of two of them, within a week, planes crashed into them. You could say all of this stuff is coincidence. But that argument is, is going to struggle just based on the sheer volume that have happened. Even just look at America. Take, a, take, take out the rest of the world where it's been happening also. That's a hard, that's a hard, that you, you should have some questions, right? When you're in, when you're in such big figures, well over a hundred. And you can say, okay, well, it, all right. It's not the World Economic Forum though. And the globalist leaders who are doing that, that sounds too conspiratorial. How would all that work? And okay, maybe there's a, a chance that that's true. Again, they're saying all these things. They're saying how they want to change and restructure all this stuff. So maybe there's some legs to that argument. I don't buy it. But at the very minimum, and this comes back to the questions on the election and COVID and so many other things, and my problem with the national discussion or lack thereof on these is at the very minimum, you should say, this is odd. This is odd. And it does seem that at least someone, anyone is behind this because the fact that all of them are burning to the ground and or having planes crash into them doesn't seem coincidental anymore. One or two, sure. Five, ten, that's rough. Hundreds? You should at least be asking that question and saying, hey, we should probably, um, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to sound the alarm here, but we should probably get to the bottom of what's going on here as we lose access to food for our people. Just saying, I don't, again, don't want to be crazy here, but hundreds of food processing facilities, big ones have gone up in flames. Did you ever see the documentary Seaspiracy? No. Conspiracy. No, which one was it? Was it Seaspiracy? I think that's what it was. I it was supposed to be about like he was he wanted to get to the bottom of like the garbage in the ocean and all that stuff. That's what he wanted to do. And then as he dove into doing research on who's polluting the water the most on stuff, he came across how like <clears throat> there's literally companies that are killing the ocean, not just with take you know, dropping plastics in there and garbage and waste, but also by like Oh, we're going to go after these specific fish. And then, you know, it, the balance of life gets thrown out. And it, it, he's like, I got you at the end. He says, like, I didn't expect to go where this was. So that's what I feel like with this. If we, someone were to dive deep into this, it's not just going to be, oh, this is on fire. There's going to be this huge web that's opened up to what's going on and everything. And it's going to be way, it, there's too many, there's going to be way too many things involved. That's going to just, it's going to be like, well, who, where do you go? Because it seem, it's going to be like, well, the people at the top are corrupted too. And that's, you know, it's where it's going to lead to. It's going to be, right. I would love, hey, I would love to see where, if, if someone were to, you know, start to do some work and <clears throat> research on it, see where it leads to. But I, I'm afraid that it's going to be way too widespread. Well, you're and not going like to get to it. And that's the thing. And that's, the, and that's, I mean, it's, it's clear, obviously, and I'm being facetious when I say, well, I'm not being facetious. I'm being serious. I wish people would look at this, ask questions and being like, yeah, that doesn't make sense. And then be able to talk about it, do some investigation. But there are, I mean, there's people who look into this all the time and they're shut down because they, they get, they get too close to the truth. And that's a, that's a problem, but why we can't just collectively, and that should be the first sign for, for anyone is 
if you bring it up and you ask, yeah, that seems weird, and you're told either directly or indirectly to ah, just look away, just disregard it, like, don't worry about it, like, that should be your cue, like, okay, why though? Why are you telling me that when clearly the evidence here tells, I don't know what this sign was, but, uh, but clearly the evidence here <laughs> tells another story. So, I mean, again, there's, there's, there's video footage of, of the World Economic Forum saying that they want to do these things. And then there's video footage. And if you live in that area where, where these places have burned to the ground, of these places burning to the ground. We should probably talk about this. We should probably talk about this. All right. <clears throat> Let's transition a little bit. So coming back to Hurricane Ian, not to talk about it from like a meteorological standpoint. I'm not going to be your weatherman here and talk about that. We told you before. Yeah, if you we, live didn't on the Gulf up, Coast, we didn't set up the green screen. We didn't get it up. Yeah, we, yeah. we had some technical you know, malfunctions. But if you live on the Gulf Coast, seriously, be smart. Be smart. You you know, you know where your house is, what the vulnerabilities are, this, that, and the other. You 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 know, get supplies. Be prepared. You should you should be prepared in the first place. I always tell you that here. Be safe. Be smart. Be free. Along with that, and along with some of the sponsors that we we provide you access and discounts to, is being prepared, preventing all of that kind of stuff. You can do my Patriot Supply, which we talk about a lot. You can go to survivewithdrew.com and you can save on on shipping. One hundred fifty dollars off on your kit. Free shipping. You can get that if you're getting it for. Uh, for Hurricane Ian, you, 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 better, you better get rush delivery because uh, it's coming and it's coming fast. But there's going to be other Hurricane Ians. Hopefully they come up with a better name than Ian, but, but there's going to be others. It changes, it changes every time. I know, I know. I just want to make sure you knew. <laughs> you need to be prepared. You need to be prepared um, for all that. I mean, look at what we're talking about here. We just talked about a food crisis that has been ravaging the world economic crisis that goes along with it there's a lot of a lot of just sad and tragic stuff going on out there as people try to change how your life looks so get on over to survivewithdrew.com get yourself some awesome it's 43,000 plus five-star ratings from amazing amazing people who put out the best food in the emergency food survival industry so go check it out survivewithdrew.com you can they actually have a deal right now um for water like purifier like things so you know if you're worried about that and you you know you can it's i think it's something like they have one that the charcoal will filter up to five thousand gallons you know you have to obviously have to have those that reservoir but the one set of charcoal and it will will filter up to five thousand there's a there's a deal on it right now it's like 40 percent off or 50 percent off of it so Hmm. check it out okay there you go you've been told well, but Hurricane Ian's rumbling. Here's what I'm curious about with this. So the reason I bring it back up is it's intensifying in the Gulf. Looks like it's going to make landfall in West Florida Wednesday, Thursday, somewhere in that time frame. Forecasted to be a Category 3. It maybe hit a 4 what out in the Gulf, and then it's supposed to slow down a smidge before it hits the West Coast. Um, some, some saying it could pivot and hit, hit the peninsula, uh, or excuse me, the, uh, the panhandle. But... <clears throat> For those of you who don't live here, if, it, if it's a two or a three, people are going to take it seriously as they should. That's, a, those are, that's still a very dangerous storm. But that doesn't necessarily get people to evacuate their homes. Because we're still, we're still in summer here, even though it's technically fall now. We're still in summer. It's still hotter in hell. Floridians really fear no air conditioning after the storm. 
than they do the actual hurricane. I, that's how I feel, at least. Like, okay, how am I going to get cool? Like, I'm just going to live in my pool if that happens. Like, I'm just going to stay cool and wet. But <clears throat> as this comes, Ron DeSantis has declared a, a state of emergency for, for the whole state, as he should. But I, again, I keep distracting myself here. The reason I bring this up, the reason I am curious, and I could see this scenario unfolding for, for political reasons. I know it's a shocker that the liberals would throw people under the bus for political reasons, but he's declared a state of emergency. So what is going to be Biden and the White House's response to this? Because they've, they've officially and formally asked for federal assistance because of Ian and the strength of the storm and what the, you know, the havoc that it's going to, it's going to be bad, right? Food, water, housing resources, all of that stuff's going to come into play. People are going to be affected regardless of the category that it is when it hits. But Democrats are very vindictive. They're very vindictive. So I think it's going to be interesting to see if they, if they send it right away, if they kind of stall and delay, you know, cause they're, look, they're, they're pissed right now. Ron DeSantis just sent illegal immigrants to Martha's Vineyard and to Delaware, the president's home state. And as Trump has said, it's, it's, it's you that they hate. I'm just standing in the way. He's right. And they hate DeSantis too. And they're okay inflicting pain on people. Everyday people with the goal of compliance. These, these are just sick people. So I think that what's going to happen here, this is just something to watch for. And I, ho- I look, I hope I'm wrong. I hope that they man up, do the right thing and say, absolutely, we want to play the good guy here. We're just going to give it to you. We're going to give you more than you even need. Here you go. We give stuff to everyone all the time. Anyways, people that we shouldn't care about. This is one of our own states. But if they delay it, he has asked for it. No, no one pays attention to emergency declarations and orders and requests and all the bureaucracy that goes with that, right? That's not something that people are like, well, let me dig into this file and request, and I'm going to stand there and check it off like I'm scoring a little league baseball game. No, people don't pay attention to that. So they've asked for it. The Dems are vindictive. They delay this which causes mayhem, which causes some bad scenes, some great photo ops, if you're the Democrats, to smear DeSantis, talk about how shitty of a job he's done in response to Hurricane Ian. They blame him. The national media blames him. Because guess what? The midterms are coming up. They're weeks away. Just a month, less than a month and a half away. So don't be surprised. Again, I hope I'm wrong. Don't be surprised if that's the case, though. Where he gets just drugged through the mud for this, despite well in advance declaring a national emergency, asking for support from anyone and everyone he can get it from, including the federal government. But that's... That's, that's going to happen. It's going to happen. And it just so happens it's... less than two months away from the midterms. Ginger says, good point, Drew, but I hope not. We live here, so I hope not. I I agree. 100% I agree. And look, I think DeSantis is going to win the election no matter what. 
But I think that they're going to try to do anything and everything they can to make him look bad because they hate him. Man, they hate him. Okay. We are going to head over to locals for booze and banter. I'm hoping we get four in this week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, but you never know. You never know with Hurricane Ian out there. So get on over there. Get as many in as you can. You go to drewberkwist.locals.com. That's where we will be. We'll have some fun. Got a San Francisco firefighter who wore a Let's Go Brandon shirt. The, the, the left lost their you-know-what over it. We're going to talk about Georgia Melanie Maloney. I don't know how you say her name exactly. Who is going to be running Italy and show an awesome speech that she gave. You're going to love If you haven't seen this, you're going to love it. Tucker Carlson getting involved in some stuff. We've got some amazing stuff coming up that we're going to talk about. We'll get into any questions you've got. We can do all of that over on Locals. Again, com. Head on over there, and we will look forward to seeing you. For some reason you can't, we'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow right here on the show. Same time, same place. Be safe. Be smart. Be free. You've just heard Drew Berquist. Tune in weekdays on every major podcast provider or on drewberquist.com.